Welcome to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. My name is Nick Higgins, firefighter and author of the Five Tool Firefighter book. Each week, we bring you an inspiring message or person to help you become the best version of yourself you could be. This journey is for the long haul, not the short. Now let's start our journey to becoming the best version of ourselves we could be. Welcome back to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. As the line goes, the fire goes. That's the objective of the engine company, to put the fire out. The initial, the initial stretch. The initial stretch is the most important stretch you're going to determine on that fire ground. The first stretch. If you determine it wrong, you're behind April. If you get it right, you put yourself in a good position to put the fire out smoothly. However, it's not that simple. It's not that simple to go in and just pull a line. Many departments will just say we automatically go pre-connects. Some departments say we automatically go with static. Some departments say we determine it based on many different factors. And that's what we're talking about today. The factors and for that initial stretch. But before you can determine that initial stretch, you have to determine the initial line. So everything goes on to the engine company officer. I think it goes on to the whole company. The whole engine company should be sizing up that structure. Yes, we all have our responsibilities. But we also be looking at that structure and thinking when we're on our way to that, on the way to that incident, what's going on? What are we going to have to do? Where are we going to prepare ourselves for what, we're, what type of work we're about to get ourselves into? That's the first thing that should be done. But it all comes back to planning, training, knowing your, stru- knowing your structure, knowing your engine, and lastly, understanding your SOPs and SOGs. It all goes into it. So the five things we're going to cover today we're going to start right now. We're going to get right into it. The first thing is the size and the type of structure. When I talk about the size and the type of structure, I'm talking about type 1, type 2, type 3, type 4, type 5 structures. Identifying those from the outside. And that will come with your pre-planning. That will come with your non-incident walkthroughs. Maybe it comes from activated fire alarm. But identifying the type of structure it is, that's going to help. Because that's going to play into, well, how's fire going to behave in those structures? All plays a part in your initial initial line. The size of the structure, you get a better understanding of the size of the structure, square footage, when it's a when it's a calm day outside, when you're not in an incident. You say, oh, right, this might be 2,600 square feet. So now I know 2,600 square feet. What am I going to pull? What may I pull based on this structure and this square footage? The second thing is your size, location, extent of fire. Not always known, but if it is known, this is something that is key because it's also going to determine if we can make that stretch, if we're going to pull that line. And that's what we have to do. Have an understanding of where that, where that fire might be. Whether it's done through a size up, through search, doesn't matter. If we can get our ident- eyes on where that fire is, we put ourselves in a great position. If we can't, we have to go in there and do a search with a hose line and ensure we can find that fire. Staffing and manpower. The staffing is important. It all determines what line you're going to pull. What line you're going to pull based on your staffing for that day. If your staffing is a three-four man, three-man crew, maybe four-man crew, is it wise to pull pull a heavier line? Dependent on your capabilities, dependent on your training and experience using it, it might be. But sometimes it might not be. It all depends on the time of day, the crew, the weather, your conditions. All of it goes into how you're going to attack this fire. Your needed fire flow. 
Does your fire flow? How will your water be needed to for effective fire control? How much water will be needed for your for your fire for effective fire control? That's what we have to look at. The incident commander is going to look at that and think about how much water am I going to need to put this fire up? Again, that's going to determine a lot of different things. It's going to determine the sequence of operations from there on. So that's going to impact a lot of different things. Your fire flow is, the, is your length by your width divided by three. That is one of the formulas to determine it. The length of the building, the length times width of the building divided by three is going to give you what, probably how many gallons per inch you need. Something we need to look at. Sometimes it's pretty easy. If you do a pre-plan pre plans early, you can have a rough estimate of what you're going to need. And that's something we need to look to start, you need to do more, more of. Consistently look at these structures, look at the square footage to get your fire flow, to get your need of fire flow. Highly important. And your method of attack is the last part. How are we attacking this fire? Are we indirect attack, offensive, defense, indirect, direct? What are we doing here to attack this fire? That's going to determine as well the type of line we're going to pull, and it's going to go into our stretch. But if we don't have an understanding of how we're going to go in, and it really should be going straight to that front door, opening up and attacking that fire, what we should be doing. But if we can't, how worse are we going to attack that fire? Or we can attack it from the outside and make our way inside. Another way to attack it, if we're going to do that. Or are we going to be standing outside to attack this fire? Well, that all determines on the incident. But keeping those things in mind help you determine what to do and what line to pull. So we, attack, we chose our line. Now we have to choose our stretch and determine if our stretch, I should say, is capable to hit that fire. If our stretch can make that fire. That is the most important part. We already chose the line. We got one of two hurdles out of the way. Now the next hurdle is, is it going to make it? Are we going to make it? Again, how are we entering this structure? Are we going through the front door? If we're going through the front door, it's easy. Straight shot right in. If we're going through the side door, it's not as easy. But still works. If we're going through a rear of a structure, it's going to be a little challenging. We're going to have to really think about what line we're going to pull. Really have to know your engine and know have your all your capabilities of all your firefighters be flawless in this situation. Because there's going to be some rigging going along with hoses to make this work. Again, the location extent of fire. If you know you can't make the stretch from the front door, but you have a better op opportunity to get it from the side or the back, yeah, great. Maybe going through the front door, you can hit obstacles along the way. There might be some obstructions going on. Hoarder houses, for one. Could be something in the way. Could be a house that was renovated and is sub subdivided. So, are you really going to take a chance at going through the front? You might know it before you went there. Say, wait a minute. We can't. We make it through that front door. We're not going to make it to the back. Little things to think about. Can we make that stretch? Another thing we're going to take a look at is the building size. What am I saying here? One length per floor, one length per stairwell. That's the rule of thumb when it comes to stretching lines. One length to the front door on a, on a, two, on a 200 foot inch three quarter pre-connect will get you to the front door. If you're dropping at the front door, you already lost, you already lost 50 feet. You've got 150 feet to play with. Depending on the size and structure, might work, might not work. Again, it all comes back to 
no linear structure, no linear engine, no linear extent of fire. And that goes into the apparatus placement and positioning by the door. Always understand that where you're placing your apparatus is also a, a determination of your stretch. If you're going to make that stretch or not, if you're going to have to add more hose, or if you're going to have more than enough to get the job done. And are you pulling it from a pre-connect? If you're pulling it from a pre-connect, think about that. You only got two and a, 200 feet, like I've been saying. Think about those things when you're pulling that first initial stretch off that engine. The method of entry is key. In many cases, the front door may not be an option. And a long stretch is needed to the rear of the structure. Or even a side door or a window or some other, si other part of the building. In these, ca in these cases, pre-connects, which many fire departments rely on, may not be your best option. So how do we combat that? Well, we can use a high-rise kit. We can start adding some lens off a high-rise kit to help us increase our lens to make sure we make the fire. Or we can use our static, <coughs> our static lay and do that same thing. Knowing the engine again is understanding of how you're gonna, what line you're gonna pull and, your, and if you're gonna make it with that stretch. The location and the extent of fire goes hand in hand with the method of entry since smoother and quicker attack may be warranted by a different means of entry. Different means of entry. So understanding that, understanding your lines, understanding your engine, all play a part in a smooth transition and a smooth fire attack. What is this determined by? It's dependent on initial size of 360 of the structure. All done. It's also done prior to in your pre-planning stages, like I said. So think about this. Normally, residential structures are around 2,600 square feet. And are most two to two and a half stories. So the first stretch, painting this picture here, will be determined, will determine the rest. The first stretch will determine the rest, so make sure the stretch from the apparatus to the front door. Now we're talking front door at estimated property. After making the front door, it's now time to determine your stretch to the seat of the fire and knowing where the location and if it is close to a stairwell will help you determine the stretch. Keeping in mind the rule of thumb for hose stretches is one length per floor. So if we made the stretch and found the fire room, we did it. We did it. We made the stretch. But we just have to make sure we can put that fire up. So determining your hose line, determining your hose stretch isn't as simple as it is. It all comes down to, to the location of your, the type of your structure, the location of the seat of the fire, the staffing, the needed fire flow. It all comes down to that in a nutshell. Both situations come down to those criteria. All, and, and, the, and the method of entry. And the method of entry, I forgot to mention that. But that's what it comes down to. Practice it, train on it as hard as you can, work on it, come up with different scenarios every single time to determine how you can make these smoother, how you can get better with using two and a half, combining lines together with the high-rise kit to an inch and three-quarter pre-connect, 
using the static lines, using different lines off the structure, off the engine, I should say, to become proficient at many variables and many scenarios that you could encounter on a daily basis showing up as, as an engine company. Never take for granted the pre-connects are there. Sometimes it's better not to even use them. But never take for granted they are there, but never take for granted you have a whole plethora of options on that engine. If you train hard on your engine and know your engine inside and out, I don't see why you can't be as proficient and those initial stretches, those initial line determinations will be coming off of the tip of your tongue. Very fast, very smooth, and almost as if it was second nature. And that's how it should be. So always be coming off as second nature just by the training and taking the time to understand where you're going, understanding the capabilities of your crew, understanding the engine, and understanding we have to be as proficient as we possibly can to go out there and do the best job we possibly can. That's all I have today on the initial line. If you want to get more, you can read the book, The Five-Tool Firefighter. You can pick the Five-Tool Firefighter book and the Five-Tool Firefighter Talk Loop Workbook on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and the FirehouseTribune.com. I'm going to be doing some bundle packages to FirehouseTribune.com for the book, along with some other stuff coming along down the road. So stay tuned for that. But the book is available on all three platforms. Both books are available on all three platforms, you should say. First thing. Second thing is Origin USA. I don't have to speak on them anymore. Jocko Fuel Products. 10% off using the promo code Tribune at checkout. Get some discipline, get some kettlebells, get some vitamin D, get some Jocko Mold, whatever you want. But that helps you stay in the game, helps you stay healthy, helps you stay in shape to what? Stretch some lines, pull some hoses, and attack the fire. If you want to stay alert, use some energy, fire department coffee, 15% off when you click on the link on the firehousetribune.com's website, also in the show notes today. Click on the link, you can get some fire department coffee. Fire department coffee, veteran founded, first responder owned coffee and 10 percent 15 percent off i should say i should say 15 percent off frontline optics frontline optics is a first responder owned company out of san Diego, california sunglasses for on and off duty to look good at all times i wear them i have two different kinds i have the palomas and i have the silver strands they look good they look good on and off duty 15 percent off again it is in the show notes wouldn't it be remiss if I'll talk about my brother Steve Green. Donate to the Five Alarm Task Force Corp. 503 organization. First responders helping first responders in their time of need. Steve is putting together a webinar for the spring of 2023. He's got a good one coming up. It'll be released hopefully soon. We'll keep you posted on that. He'll keep you posted on that as well through his social media. We'll be out. Be coming out. That was, that, all the proceeds to that will also go to helping first responders. None of the money goes to anybody on the board or to himself goes right back out to fund first responders in their time of need. So if you like what you have to hear, subscribe to the podcast, like the podcast, share the podcast on any platform you listen to it on. But also don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn. I appreciate your support. This was the first one of 2023. Looking forward to have a lot more, have some great guests on coming, coming to you very soon. And until next time, like we always say, until next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired. Thank you for tuning in to today.
today's episode of the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please leave us a rating. And don't forget to pick up the book, The Five Tool Firefighter, available on Amazon at thefirehousetribune.com. Until next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired.